socialites and welcome back to the social studies podcast the podcast where we study being social by being social hello 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 okay first of all we got a patreon happy hour coming up for all the patreon subscribers we're going to do a zoom happy hour it will officially be january 28th so we get to go in there i got some other comedians in there who are going to do the jokes and the this and the that for all of us it's going to be a good time. Uh, Kiki, have some cocktails and just relax and enjoy life. Can't wait to see you guys in there. The last one was so much fun. And I'm very much looking forward to this next one. So if you want to become a Patreon subscriber, there's still time to do that. Uh, Patreon.com slash Dombrowski. Patreon.com slash Dombrowski. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. The Patreon is how the podcast is funded. It's how we keep going. So thank you so much to everybody who's on there. And thank you so much to everybody who's going to be on there. I appreciate you all. All right. As you guys know, I have feelings towards the intro music of this podcast, right? I feel like it's very <laughs> not me. I feel like it's very rough and tumble. Big burly daddy walking around in cowboy boots. He just topped off his tractor, and he's probably smoking a Marlboro Red, and his name's probably Butch, or Earl, or maybe even, I don't know, but something very Butch and Earl-y. Anyway, that's what it is for me, and I feel like it's not me. It's not lighthearted. It's not that this and the that. It's not the Kiki on this podcast it is not the energy that I think the podcast is. You know this. I've told you this before. So I think I want to change it. But I'm not going to change it without consulting with you, the listeners, first. Of course not. Why would I do that? Okay. This is how it's going to work. I'm going to give you three options here. And this week, I need you to text me what your favorite option was and the most votes wins. Real quick, get ready. You're going to text the word pod. P-O-D to the number 1-313-251-1036. That's 1-313-251-1036, the word pod. That way you go directly into the podcast group. And then after you text the word pod, you can text me your vote. You're either going to vote for one, two, or three. All right? And I'm going to play little snippets for you right now so you can get it on the goods. Okay. And just a little bit of a background for you guys. You guys have given me suggestions of songs before. You have to use copyright-free music because I'm not going to pay $2.7 million to have Beyonce or Lady Gaga as the podcast intro music. You got to pay royalties on that. So I'm part of this little subscription that has a humongous database of really good copyright-free music that you can use for literally anything. It's where I get all my music for all my videos and all the music that you hear on this podcast that I play from time to time. That's where I get it. So these I've sifted through and I came up with some options. This first option, the title of the song is No Lie. And it is no lie that it is very good. Okay, it's fun. It's friendly. It's upbeat. It's very like, ooh, let's get ready. We're going to do this. Yeah, I'm listening to Joe's podcast. It's very that energy. Okay, so here's a little snippet of No Lie. Hey, 
that was number one. That was no lie. So again, text pod to 1313-251-1036. And you can text the number one or you can say no lie. That was that. Okay, this next one. I chose this one because it's got a little bit of like a Motowny feel. It's a little more jazzy, if you will. Um, and it really reminds me of like where I came from in Detroit. You know, that Motown sound, baby. And I like it. it. I feel like it'd be a good way to start the morning. Like you have your coffee, you're getting ready, you're going to the car, you turn on your car to go to work. And this is what plays to start the podcast. It's just like very fun friendly and I'm into it. So this one is called crazy for love and here's a snippet of that Okay, if you're voting for Crazy for Love, text 1313-251-1036. That one would be the number two, or you can just say Crazy for Love. And the third option. Now, I know some of y'all out there really like the intro music to the podcast right now. And I also know that some of you out there are very resistant to change. So you might want this to stay. If enough of you just want it to stay, I guess I'm fine with that. I'm actually recording this for you, not for me. So if you do not want the music to stay, or if you want the music to stay, if you want the music to stay, this song that the podcast starts with is called Howlin' at the Moon. All right? And just to give you a little bit of a refresher, this is what the podcast currently sounds like when it starts. Text number one, that was called No Lie. The second one, text number two, that was called Crazy for Love. Or text number three, Howlin' at the Moon, which would be no change at all. One, three, and three, two, five, one, one, zero, three, six. Text me, let me know what's up. You guys, our guest this week is straight up adorable. Okay? He is the Abercrombie and Fitch model of public education. It's insane. Teachers should not be able to look like this. Okay? And I say that out of sheer jealousy. All right? Gabe Dannenbring literally looks like he's been chiseled by the hands of Jesus Christ himself. He's a new teacher. A new teacher from South Dakota. He's hilarious. He cracks me up. I see a lot of me in him with the energy that he brings to the table. When I was interviewing him, I reflected so much on what it was like to be a first year teacher or even in my first five years of teaching. And it was so nice to reconnect with that energy again and to think, oh, man, I used to be like this. I used to do this, too. I used to make some of these mistakes and I used to have this type of nonstop energy that Gabe definitely has. If you do not know him, you're going to know him by the end of this podcast. So definitely give him a follow. Without further ado, here's the social studies podcast with Gabe Dannenbring. Try to catch me howling at the moon. 
Okay, you guys, you know, I'm bringing you some of TikTok's finest. TikTok is literally my saving quarantine grace. I would be, I don't know where, but there wasn't enough Xanax to go around apparently. So I just resorted to TikTok. I'm bringing you another TikTok teacher. Welcome to the Social Studies Podcast, Gabe Dannenbring. What up, my man? Hey, how we doing? We're okay. We're thriving and surviving. I actually found out today that I have a interview for an elementary librarian position. So I'm sort of shooting my poons. So we'll see what happens. You know what? I, if I could imagine the coolest elementary librarian, I think the image in my head is you. Like if I had kids going to elementary school, I'm like, who do you want as a librarian? I'm picking you because you know that they'd be entertained every time they go there. Okay. Here's the thing. You're right. okay Gabe you teach sixth grade in South Dakota right yeah I teach sixth grade science and if if your listeners don't know anything about South Dakota we are the coronavirus hotspot of the world right now hey congratulations yeah well I don't know if it's something to be uh, congratulating us about but so unlike most schools we are full-time in person right now and it benefits me because I have all of the creative time to create TikToks in my classroom. So <laughs> shout out to our governor for keeping things open and giving me this part-time job of being a TikToker. And also not. <laughs> and also not, exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I fell down a rabbit hole of your TikTok and it's so funny, it's so relatable. You're super young, you're 22? Yeah, yeah, I'm 22. And it's your first, is it your first year or your second year? Because you talk about so student teaching. Yeah, yeah, totally. So this is my first year teaching full time. I have been working in public schools since, you know, I think I was a sophomore in college when I started. And I did, I did, I've had about every job except being a lunch lady and a janitor. You know, I've done everything in schools where I first started as a substitute paraprofessional, which on the hierarchy of positions in a school, a substitute paraprofessional does not get a lot of praise. And that was, that was a tough job. But man, but it I, makes you I, grateful I, for what you're doing. Yeah, and it makes you look absolutely. at your paras when you have paras in your classroom. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I, and then, and then I, I sub, I was a substitute teacher for a number of years. I, I did that for like two years. And then um, one of the best things I ever did as a substitute was when I was a substitute secretary. They had nowhere to put me except for as a secretary. Tell you what, if anybody, if anybody's a secretary at their school right now listening, Bless your heart. That is the hardest job I have ever had in my entire life. Just, the hardest job. Just listening to you talk makes me want to like hocus pocus you and just extract your youth. Like you guys, you don't understand. Okay, I'm like talking to Gabe right now. He's like put together. When you go to, here's the other thing. The thing that gives it away is not your baby face. That's not what gives it away. What gives it away is the fact that you still dress up to go to work and you dress really well as a person, but you still do it to work. Gabe, my first day teaching, I stuck my Brooks Brothers amazing sweater sleeve in green cupcake frosting. And I was like, never again. You're like, I'm just like over here. I'm like, you are so young in education and I'm jealous, but I'm going to warn you when you're 25, you're going to look like you're 45 because that shit's going to age you faster than you can imagine. Dude, I'm feeling it now. Like, so you, you bring up dressing nice for school, man. I was the first 
month of school, I was a sport coat or a blazer every day. Oh school. yeah, ditch it. And now, and now I'm. It's like, dude, I wore a purple rain print T-shirt to school today. Hello, yeah. And it's like you know what, man. There comes a point where these kids don't care what you wear, and you want to look professional, obviously, but. It's like, you know, I got, I got to be relatable to him. I got to, I got to kind of dress, dress hip and relax. There's, I, there's just, there's a couple people who I read. I read a lot of teaching PD and there's a couple people in the teaching world who are just like so dead set on dressing super professional all the time, uh-huh. like suits all the time. And they always say like dress for dress for the position you want and all that. And I'm over here like, no, dress for what your salary is. You can still look good on a teacher budget, but like, yeah. I don't gonna wear ball mane in the classroom. <laughs> no, I agree with you hundred percent. And you know, I'm big on, you can like, I think it's important to look nice in the classroom, look presentable every day. Don't look like a bum, but you don't need to be in a, a suit and tie every day. I think it's, you know, part of my teaching philosophy was right away to look nice because I'm, I'm 22 years old. I'm a young dude and I want people to respect me. So I have to look fairly professional. Yeah, you definitely, you know what you do, you have a point. Yeah. And then once I kind of had that established, I'm like, all right, now I can kind of be a normal dude. I I can dress like a normal 22 year old would. Now, if you you dressed like me in the classroom, the point is you would for sure lose a lot of respect because they would look (laughs) at you and they'd be like, oh, he's young and doesn't give a fook there like you gotta you got it's one or the other yeah exactly you gotta find that balance and i'm still working on that still trying to find my balance and i'm kind of erring on the side of be as professional as i can but man on my on my fridays that's when uh i I have a lot of days where after friday work we go directly to the brewery or oh yes go out right away and it's like i'm just gonna wear the same clothes and the kids whenever I, i i wear my casual friday they'll walk in and kind of look at me and like Mr. Dannenberg, casual Friday today, huh? Like, what are you wearing today? I'm like, you guys, are you making fun of me or are you on my team about this? That is hilarious. I, I, the biggest thing too, my first job that I ever have, it was a staff of drinkers for sure. So we would always mm-hmm. go to the bar. There was a bar literally across the street. We would walk across the road and be at the bar. It was amazing. But that sort of camaraderie is actually really important with the staff. You get to bond and kind of like, you know, complain about things that happen and get along in other ways, but it's a cool way to just sort of like connect with your staff. Teaching kind of makes you like a low key, like alcoholic. Like I can see where it kind of <laughs> drives people absolutely crazy. Yeah. And like there's, there's, there's some days at the end of the day, like today was one of the days I'm like, this was wild. Lay it on thick, Gabe. Tell us what happened. Dude. All right. So this started this, this morning. Our uh, my my middle school made made the news today because wait for real um, made the news. So, oh, for real! Like, well, it doesn't take much to make the South Dakota news. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot going on here. <laughs> it, it's a, if you watch if you watch the South Dakota nightly news, dude, it's about exactly that you can imagine. You have about four and a half minutes of real news, and then after that, it's like. Aunt Susie found her cat lost, and let's see how everybody reacted in the town. It's like, my God, this is the best we got. Oh, like, I love there it. There has to be something else. But we were front front page Sioux Falls News today. I mean, it was it was wild. So, so I'll 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 set the scene here for us. So this morning, I was rolling to work about seven forty-five. You know, contract to work hours. Got I you. guess I was there at seven forty-five, and I'm rolling in and. 
there's this guy walking around the school and you know, we're still full-time teaching full-time kids. And we always have subs in our school that we're like, who's this guy, you know, get a, get a load of this person. And there's this person walking around and I see this person I'm like, geez, we're letting anybody sub nowadays. Holy cow. So then I go to my classroom and you know, I'm kind of far away from the front of the building. And then all of a sudden, as the day gets closer and closer, all these kids start coming to class. I'm like, Mr. Danny, did you hear what happened? I'm like, no, what happened? I'm like, come on. They're like, there's a guy out front. He got wrestled and he has a gun. I'm like, whoa. What? Like, like, what is going on? So just stories coming off the wazoo. And then eventually we got, we got the official word what happened. And there was this guy who was walking around the school for an hour walking into teachers' classrooms and like like just walking around the school like he owned the place and nobody said anything because everybody thought he was like a substitute or something and we're all South Dakota nice up here and no one's gonna be like, dude, like who do you know here? What's going on? People just let him walk around and then he was in a classroom and the teacher walked into her classroom and this dude is just sitting there, just sitting there. And she's like, This isn't right. And we go get our school resource officer and they try like escorting him out. And then as they escort him out, he gets crackhead strength and just like wrestles our SRO to the ground. Like like, and this is, so now it's like eight 45 and school starts at eight 55. And this is in front of all the parents showing up in front of all the school buses, no. <laughs> dude, wrestling our school cops in the front of the school and it was wild. They called a bunch of cops. Like it was like, it was it was a scene out of a movie. It was wild. And turns out the dude had meth in his pocket. Like the dude was a legit. Like he was in a bad place. So we made the news today, and that's that's that was in the news, and that's all that I know. You know, we had a that's little. That's a little. That sounds like today. it's more than like Sioux Falls news. That could make bigger news. I know. I know. It was. It was nuts. And then. Yeah, it was crazy. And then I had a fight in my classroom, which was sweet. And I had to like separate some kids. It was a nutso day. It was wild. Oh my God. That's, that is insane. Yeah. It, you know, that's where some days you never know what's going to happen in public school. <laughs> some days you're on top of the world. Oh. Some days you got crackheads walking around the school. You are literally preaching to the choir. Okay. One thing that is so funny to me about your TikTok is how you talk about like the crazy things that you're, kids say to you especially the things that they like say to you about their parents <laughs> okay like lay some on me like what are some good ones? oh man so so my kids right now are sixth graders and mm -hmm. they have no filter last year i i so i teach science right now last year um i went to school in north dakota and the high school i went to north fargo north dakota the school that i was at up there i student taught health and they have a year-long health class, which was super cool. So I student taught that, and that was that was ninth grade. There were some unbelievable quotes from them, and you know, I, like this year there were some good ones. But one of the best ones was like it was like the first week of school, and it's in one of my TikToks. This little, sweet little girl, sweet sweet little girl, she comes up to me and she's like, she's like, hey, can you date my mom? And it just caught me so off guard. I'm like, date your mom? What do you mean? She's like yeah like my dad isn't around anymore like can you date my mom and i was like like hey i'm sorry i really like you but i can't date your mom like I, I i can't do it and oh man i had one kid come up to me 
and this was a dude, this was last year. This was when I was student teaching and he's in a horrible mood. <laughs> yeah, he comes up to me or I go up to him. I'm like, Hey man, like what's going on? You're not in the best mood. And he goes, ah, my parents are going through a divorce. I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry, man. Like, that's really tough. And he goes, yeah, my mom's a road whore. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> I, was, I was like, Whoa, like that caught me off guard. And I was like, that's definitely something you heard from his dad. Like, oh yeah. There's no way this kid came up with that. No. I mean, but like, what did what did you hear from kids? I mean, I'm sure you've got some wild stories. Oh as my well. god, the best. Like so t- sex ed always brings out some of the best ones. Um, mm-hmm. I remember I was teaching sex ed and the kids were getting a little squirrely. And I was like, nope, we can talk about this. You guys, this is normal, this is natural, like all people like all animals do this that's how you get more animals and people are animals and this kid just like i saw his face drop and he looked at me and he goes even porcupines do it (laughs) it was like it was like yeah and then he asked me how and i was like honestly great question i have no idea how i still haven't looked it up but that was a good one i also had a student during sex ed he turned into like some sort of like mad scientist, right? So I always during, oh, sixth grade, you teach sex ed too then. Well, so health teaches it and they're learning it right now. So when I have the crew that comes from health to my classroom, dude, they are just Questions in like, galore. oh my God, they're, they're like shell shocked. Like they come in with their eyes wide. Like they just like, they saw a ghost. Like for these kids, if they hear the word penis and vagina in class, it's the best. It's like, like, oh my gosh, like, like it's like in Harry Potter when you say Voldemort, it's like you just you can't do it. Like oh my gosh, like you can't do it. So it's so freaking funny when they, I when they always do used to start sex ed by just saying I was like, you guys, I'm gonna say words that are gonna, and this is like your opportunity to laugh about them so that way we, mm-hmm. we can get serious. And I later on, and I would just say vagina and they would die (laughs) like die die and and then one time i got moved to fourth grade and you still have to take sex ed in fourth grade but not as um detailed and i it was like the first day so i wasn't fully familiar of like what the differences were so you don't really talk about like the sex part and the like the vagina part i'm just talking to fourth Mm -hmm. grade boys so i started i was like here's a word you can laugh right now penis and then I'm like, said testicles, and they're like cracking up. And I go, vagina. And they were all cracking up. And then as I kept teaching the lesson, noth- like there was nothing about vaginas. And I was like, oh shit, that's right. I'm only teaching about boy parts to the boys in fourth grade. And one of the kids wrote down, you wrote down this word. Uh, you told us a word in the beginning, but you never taught us about it. What is a, and he wrote this out, fur china f-u-r-c-h-i-n-a what is a for china i was like you know what? i love it man you gotta love curiosity so how i always started off sex ed and this, this is like such a cliche thing to do where like i i did this last year with ninth graders and they're high schoolers i'm like all right listen we're starting sex ed today and the first assignment that we're doing you are all gonna say penis and they all, you know, penis. And like, oh, come on, like, say it loud. And I, I would just keep building up till we were screaming penis. And it got to the point where like teachers like poked their head and like, what, what are they doing in there? I'm like, it's right, it's sex ed. Like, it, it's okay, state standards. Like, we got to cover this. State standards. It, it, every time we would do sex ed, man, it was nuts. But like, we had so many good questions. You know, once you get comfortable with kids enough, there's a reason why you do sex ed at the end of the year because yeah. you have that rapport with the kids and 
when they, they've asked so many good questions. Well, there's some good questions, some that are like, what? No, what? Like right. one girl asked me, she, she, she like very timid, very, very timid girl. She puts her hand up. She goes, I heard this thing that you can't get pregnant if you have sex while standing up. Like, and at the time I'm like 21 years old. So like in my head, I'm like, what in the world are you talking about? But I had to be professional about it. So I kind of like had to hide the smirk. You know how it is you're teaching stuff. Yes. You got to hide the smirk a little yes, bit. Yes, if you and can. I, if you can. I kind of like looked her dead in the eyeballs. I'm like, you know what? That's wrong. You can get pregnant standing up. And like, oh my gosh. If somebody's had a transcript of a high school class of sex ed, oh my God. I mean, you would read it. Like, this is wild. This is it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yeah. One of the things too it, that I thought was so funny on your TikTok is... Um, you said, do you ever wonder what teachers get in their DMs? <laughs> what are some of the wild things that people are DMing you? Oh my gosh. Well, oh geez. Like, in okay, first of all, you guys, okay, this might be dating myself a little bit. Um, just so we can paint the picture for the audience really quick. Gabe looks like a friggin' Abercrombie model. Like you would see him <laughs> with his shirt off in the mall, standing outside of Abercrombie, trying to get you to buy whatever cologne that they have, right? Or Hollister or whatever. Like that's what I'm looking at right now. So the fact that he's already got some strange DMs from people, am I shocked? Absolutely not. Do I need to know what they say? Absolutely. Okay, so lay it on thick. All right, so I, I pulled up. All right, so this this was an email. This one this one is really good. And I was with my girlfriend, and when I got this email and I read it, I kind of gave it to her. I'm like, look at this. This is crazy. So here here's I'll read you word for word. What oh this my god! The subject line is modeling in all caps. Hey Gabe, wanted to reach out and see if you wanted to do some private modeling sessions via Skype. And at this time, I'm thinking, all right, well, what could this be? And then he says, willing to negotiate any fee with you. Around 10 to 15 minute sessions of you modeling off different brief underwear or Speedos, changing in and out of them, posing in and out of them, total discretion, I respect you. Let me know how much and if you're interested. Could be a continual thing. Quick and easy cash for you, smiley face. So how much did you make? <laughs> that's off the record. No, <laughs> right. That's what, that's one of those where I read that and like all the synapses in my brain were starting to fire thinking like what like is this one of my buddies playing tricks on me and it wasn't and I'm like first of all how did this guy get my email like what in the world TikTok I know and once that stuff is out there it's crazy but so some of my other ones you know so I just pulled up my DMs right now and one of them is can I smell your underwear oh this is, uh, my god that, that that's a good one are these from women or men both. It goes, it goes both ways. My, my favorite. We're equal opportunists. One, one of my favorite DMs I ever got was, well, I should back up. Like, I try to have pretty decent style. And on my, on my Instagram, I try to have the decent style clothes. And I get this DM from this guy. And I, I look at his, his, his tick or his uh, Instagram feed and he's trying to be Mr. Macho guy, you know, whatever. And his message, he's so uncomfortable with himself because he goes, hey, man, uh, no homo here, but like, where do you get your clothes? And I'm thinking like, dude, it's not a homo to ask a dude, like where you get your, your clothes. clothes. It's, it's like, dude, what year are you living in? Like, 
who cares, man? Like, right. Come on, dude. Like you don't, you don't have to preface with that. Like it doesn't matter. I and, was like, I always, I love when people say that people still say that to me from time to time. They're like, no homo, but, and I'm always like, but what if it was like, what if you were like homo, but <laughs> like, I was like, did we like, are we, do we have to specify? Like, do oh, you think man. that if you didn't say no homo that I would just make out with you right now? No. <laughs> I know you you've been making me feel a little bit unattractive I understand that I'm now in my 30s and I'm no longer desirable in this sense like you are but I did get my first request for feet pictures recently and I have to tell you I was like oh, me you want my feet like this is so <laughs> like I am I'm I'm adequable but I did some, this is, I'm not giving you advice, Gabe. Don't do what I do. Like you will lose your job. All right. I negotiated a salary with this person because I was like, I wonder, I'm like, I'm not going to do it, but I wonder how many dollars I can get for just like snapping pictures of my feet. Are you kidding me? So well, I, you just want to know, You're like you just, you just want to know. I did. I just wanted to know. And he said $50 and I said $250 for, per foot minimum and he said okay and then i blocked <laughs> so here's the thing here's the thing if you went right to two right, right 250 per foot mm-hmm. and, and he accepted it that means he was thinking like an even like what was the number that you have to negotiate down for well he like, oh yeah you're right but you're right because he was thinking like, higher yeah he was thinking higher like when he said said yep deal you should have said Okay, actually, let's go five fifty and see and see where we're going. But like, I think it's kind of like you're kind of like in a club once you get asked for feet pictures. Like before, like I've only like I've only kind of had TikTok clout for like three months, and I always heard about people asking for feet pictures like before this. I'm like, that doesn't exist. Like, come yes. On. Now I feel like we're in like this special fraternity of people who get asked for pictures of our feet. Like it is crazy. It is. Now here's the thing too that I think about. First of all, I want to meet someone who's done, who's accepted it. Second of all, I do have to be honest with you. Like I had to like sit with it for a minute. Like I was even over here. Mm -hmm. I'm like, times are tough. My tour was completely canceled. I was like, it's just my feet. Like it's only pornographic to the beholder, right? Uh Like if I saw pictures of feet, I would just be like, that's feet. So I'm like, I'm just going to like put my feet in the air and do it. I'm like, do I do it? But I didn't do it. Now here is the thing. I was like going back and forth, going back and forth. And then I watched the documentary Tickled. Have you ever watched the documentary Tickled? No, I'm intrigued just by the title alone and your facial expression. I'm going to give you the smallest rundown ever. And then you're going to have to go watch it. And I make, this is your homework. You have to watch the documentary tickled so that you don't make the fatal mistake of one day being on your first year teacher's salary, selling pictures of your feet. <laughs> okay. I'm all ears. I'm all ears. Tickled is about this. Um, we'll call it a person, this person on the internet who would find guys who were sort of like, like they were like really good looking, but like kind of not in like super solid financial situations. And they, she invited them into this uh, world. It was like the national federation of professional tickling competitions. But then like for the people that agreed, there were all these videos of them in these like tickling videos and they were being like sold on the black market and then like 
this isn't a spoiler because you're going to have to watch it. When the guys would try to leave, she would be like, I'll up your salary by $100,000. And then they'd make another video. And she'd be like, now I'll up your salary by like $500,000. And they're like, absolutely. And then like one guy was like, I'm out, I'm out. And she's like, I'll buy you a Ford F-150. And he was like, yeah. And these guys like get trapped. But when they really do leave, the person blackmails the hell out of them. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Dang. I'm, just, I'm in. I, I know exactly what I'm doing tonight. Is I'm going to sit down with a glass of wine and watch Tickled. It's and on, I'm ready for my mind to be blown. It's on Amazon and I believe it's on Hulu. So you got to go watch it. Amazon Prime. Okay, but here's the thing. The moral of the story is if you're going to take pictures of your feet, no face. <laughs> no face. No face. No, 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 no paper trail, man. You no paper trail. Right. I'm so glad that I'm, I'm, I'm able to, you know, I feel like I'm helping the youth of America right now. I feel like I've done a good deed. Exactly. Exactly. But so back to uh, your original question of Please. DMs. So I've got, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I've got a TikTok of talking about the DMs that I get. And um, I'll just kind of read off some of them that I got. This is from some girl. She goes, I know you have a, a girlfriend and you're way over age anyways, but I wanted to say you're one hot ass teacher. Like she knows this person's probably like 12 years old. She's like, I know you're way over age. I know you have a girlfriend. But I'm still going to try. Like, that's just weird to me. Like, that's horrible. That's scary even. Oh, it, it's horrible. So um, here's another one. I've learned that so many people love like the whole teacher fetish. And oh, goes, don't get me started. <laughs> this person goes, you are a teacher. I'm a bad student. I definitely think you can help me help me out just saying like that's just creepy man like it's just i mean do you still get like dms like that about, oh like, my god okay when the world was no normal and i'd be at the bar like i'd get hit on and people would be like what do you do and i'm like i'm a teacher and then it was always are you a dirty teacher it's like <laughs> yeah bitch i'm so fucking dirty i have my fingers in a head full of lice today like shut the hell up like it that's just like i have a whole joke about this in my show if i do the show in south dakota you'll come and this part specifically Absolutely. is going to kill you I'll, I'll stand up and just be like with with my fist up like we're brothers in this, this i love this it us. and you bring your girlfriend too absolutely An another dm um they go i can i can teach you some things uh -uh. Like, here we go again. Like, no, no, enough. Like drop, dropping it right there. Um, and then another one was somebody said, "Hey, how much money for your used underwear?" And that's a common one too. Yeah, like that's a, that's another fraternity. Like, have you got one of those? Um, no, Gabe. We're on different levels. Like you're like really. You're probably a ten. I'm like a, a maybe a solid six in this age of life. Oh, oh, give yourself a little bit more than that. Look at that haircut. That's a nice haircut. Um, it's the haircut's great. You're right. It's the hairline that we need to work on. And I'm gonna scalp you and take your hairline <laughs> because I I'm gonna have you back on the podcast when you're 35, and then we're gonna chat. Okay, that's what we're gonna, we're, we're gonna talk I, about. I need to get like withered, aged, seasoned Gabe Dannenbring on this podcast because that is gonna be where we can talk about what it's like to be me. Getting there though, so it was like don't even like, start. I'm not even gonna entertain no, it. No, 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 no. Nope. So like, like three <laughs> days ago, three days ago, this just happened. I was with my girlfriend and we we're in the car and we we're driving and like we're talking. She kind of looks at me and she's like, "You're you're kind of getting some wrinkles." I'm like. What are you talking? Like, what? 
it's and teaching. Like, whenever you smile, like you get your wrinkles, and you're so right. It's teaching. Like mm-hmm. this, this ages me, man. Like this is crazy. I literally almost reached through my phone and choked you the other day because you put <laughs> on your TikTok, you you wrote something, something, something. Am I too old for TikTok? And I was like, bitch, are you, you, you think you're too old for TikTok? I feel like these children's grandpapa. See, but you're actually funny. Like here, here's the thing. That you know I've what? Keep about going on that. Keep going on that. You said like, I'm actually funny and. You're, you're hilarious. <laughs> like you have, you have like real life content. Like your stuff is awesome. Like I look at TikTok and like, like for me, it's like, this is just a weird algorithm that I've learned how to play. And like your stuff is so good. Um, my ego is not going to be able to fit out my front door after hearing that. So thanks. <laughs> thank, thank you so much. Yeah, you know, the thing is too, Gabe, I'll give you this. You're actually, you are funny and it's not about being funny. It's about being relatable. Like people will find things that are relatable, funny. And I think if you just keep doing what you're doing, your TikTok is going to do even better and can hopefully lead you to do like more things like in teaching or outside of teaching or on other forms of the internet, because you're, like you just say it. I love seeing a young teacher who just says it like it is because there's so many young teachers on the gram and on TikTok who are like painting this false mode of the world that we live in as teachers. And they're like, everything's fantastic. And look at my perfect mm-hmm. reading bins and all this stuff. And that's just like not what teaching is. And I love hearing from a young teacher who is immediately right out the gate saying, uh, this shit's kind of crazy. Um <laughs> And it's just, it, it actually is refreshing hearing that come from a young person in education. So yeah. I, I applaud well, you. Well, it, it's hard, you know, like I, I violate the rule of social media of going through your comments. Like evolution, don't go through your comments. Don't look at oh, it. I'll go through yep. some of mine. And I have so many people like Haters. that, like, like usually older teachers that are like, you know, talking about like, that's so unprofessional. Like if you're a true professional, this is how you would act. And, like, you know what, here's the thing about being a teacher with social media. And this is kind of my philosophy about it is there's two ways you can go about it. You can either pretend it doesn't exist and just block yourself off. And don't let anybody know that it exists. Or you can own it and show kids you can have a good social media. I love it. And, you know, life is about relationships and there's relationships you get off of social media. So let's show how you can have positive relationships on social media. And like mine, mine is squeaky clean. My social media is squeaky clean. And I hope that people look, or kids look at mine and say, okay, I can have a clean social media and still have a fan base and still have a following if that's what they want. You know, you don't have to be super raunchy to be, you know, extremely funny. You know, if that's what you want to do, fine. I mean, go for it. Or, you, you know, there's different ways you can go. And, you know, there's so many things with education where they try to hide things. You know, people try to hide all the time. It's like, I'm just going to own it. I'm going to own that. I'm a 22 year old dude. I'm a teacher. Yes. I'm also a human being. And yes, I have a yes. social media. I'm not going to act like, I'm not going to act like I'm Mr. Perfect. And I don't have these things that every human being has now because every human being has this, this is a new thing in life and you know, hide from it and own it. And I'm choosing to own it. I love that. Good job. I applaud you. And Thank you. Thank you. But you have to, you have to be smart about it. I mean, there's, you, you know, you got to be smart about it. And I'll fully say thing. that I push the, I push the line for sure on my social. So I don't tell mm-hmm. people to do what I'm doing, but also like I'm confident with what I'm doing and I know I'm doing it through the lens of humor. So like with mm-hmm. my bosses, I always say like, 
I am a professional comic. That is my second job. It's a, it's a career and I'm making a living from doing it. So like you have to be either you're cool with making the dissension between me and the classroom, which people get wrong a lot of the time. I'm not always this hyper insane, you know, teacher, like I'm very, I can be very strict and I'm very organized. I can be a little bit rigid mm-hmm. at times. And I, you know, it's because I know the profession, but like what you see online is sometimes a personified version of that. And as long as your administrators and the general school community is able to differentiate the difference between what you see online and what you're doing in your classroom for real, like that's what's important. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think there's a lot of people who like look at TikTok and they have to understand there's a little bit, there's a lot of acting that goes along with uh-huh, it. Kind yeah. of playing a part, you know, yeah. my, my TikTok handle is G unit 24. And, you know, there's a funny story why I have that. I'll, t- I'll tell that later. But yeah. when I'm on there, I'm acting, you know, I'm, I'm G unit 24 there. Nobody knows Gabe Dannenbring out of the 600, you know, 600,000 followers I have. Nobody knows that side of me. And people are saying, like, Oh, I love your stuff. I'm a huge fan. It's like, you see a little bit of content about me and you see that character I'm playing. And, you know, it, that's the strange thing with social media. It's a whole new world. It's, it literally is. And it's cool that you're able to navigate it. Before we go, what is, I now I need to know what gene unit, is it gene unit 25? <laughs> 24, yeah. 24, okay, yeah. What is that? Okay, so th- this is how this started. When I first made my TikTok account, I was on that fence of, do I want my kids, my students to see this? Do I not want them to see it? I'm like, maybe not. I'm just going to like, I don't know how to use this a lot. I'm not going to put my name on. I'm going to put G unit 24. So I made like one or two videos with one with my brother, one with my girlfriend. They each got like four likes, like nothing big. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then I made that Kahoot TikTok, which. Oh yeah. um, That I remember when that one went viral. Yeah. I made the Kahoot TikTok and you know, I, I was sitting in class and I was thinking, okay, I'm, I'm, I'll make a little bit, like, I've got an idea for this Kahoot TikTok. I'll, I'll play the Kahoot sound unexpectedly and the kids will lose their mind like they always do. So I do that with my phone there, record it. And then, and then later that night, I'm thinking, should I post it? Should I not? Nah, I guess I'll post it. At the time I was ready to go out on a date with my girlfriend. So I post it and we go out to dinner. And then after dinner, we're sitting, drinking some wine. And I start getting a few TikTok notifications. And she's like, why are you getting TikTok notifications? I'm like, I have no idea. I put up a video, probably gonna get six likes on it, like whatever. We don't think anything of it. We get back and I'm like, hey, this video is doing kind of good. Like there's like a couple thousand likes on this. And then it's like three in the morning, we can't sleep. And I wake up and I check my phone and I'm at a million likes. Yeah. And I wake her up, I'm like, I've had a million likes right now. And that all of a sudden blew everything up. And now that video's got like, almost 40 million views and that's, that's what game. like started everything and now i'm forever stuck with gunit 24 yes, you are. as my username because that's just how it is i mean i'm just going to keep running with it there you go awesome gabe i loved having you on the podcast it was so nice to have like a young teacher's voice so i appreciate you where can people is there anywhere else that people can find you besides gunit 24 on tiktok yeah what, so, what you got going on in the world yeah so um on instagram uh, Gabe Dannenbring, if you look me up, I'm on there. Um, I'm also thinking about making another TikTok account of kind of... I thought you were going to say OnlyFans, sorry. <laughs> no, I've, I think I'm thinking about making another account of kind of uh, Gabe Dannenbring outside of contracted work hours and kind of being more of myself. So I'm kind of thinking about that. Um, 
yeah, I that's that's kind of where what I'm doing right now. I think I'm planning on having a merch drop here sometime next week before drop the that merch, make that cash. Drop I love merch. seeing teachers do merch. It's like, you know, teachers don't make a lot of money. Obviously, everybody knows it. So I'm all about mm-hmm. that side hustle. So I hope you get it, dude. Um, yeah, I've got I've got a couple ideas for it. Just make it happen. Gabe, thank you so much for coming on the Social Studies Podcast. You guys, this guy, so funny, so cool to follow, so fun to watch. Make sure that you go follow him at GUnit24. I'm pretty sure you'll never forget that. Gabe, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate you, buddy. Hey, thank you. This is a ton of fun. We'll see you later. Love Gabe. Just love him. Cannot wait to have him on the podcast again. He is, he's cracking me up. I'm still laughing from that interview. You guys, again, go ahead and text me what song you want me to change the podcast intro music to text one 313 The number one, two, or three. Go back and re-listen to the intro of this episode so you can refresh yourself with the sounds of the new social studies podcast, my friend. And of course, if you'd like to become a Patreon subscriber, you can do that at patreon.com slash We appreciate all of our Patreon fans because that's how we keep the podcast going. We got the Zoom happy hour coming up next week, so join us over there. And until next time, you guys, we'll see you next week. Bye. Try to keep me at the moon.